Welcome to the Vulnerable Series Podcast. My name is Timothy Mugenyi and I'm joined by my wife, Rachel Mugenyi. And together, we are going to take you on a journey of our life and love story. We are the founders of Joyful Home, a family coaching and education platform. Follow us on Instagram at the real underscore Joyful Home and on Facebook as Joyful Home. Bi-weekly, we the Mugenyes will share a new episode of the Vulnerable Series Podcast. So come along with us as we share our story. a special guest and uh, we are so happy to have you listening in today from wherever you are and we are very very excited because this conversation that we're going to have is with a very good friend actually a great friend of ours and uh, today he's willing to get vulnerable and just share his story with us um some of you have had journeys of singlehood and have decided to take the decision to wait for your special one i know we've been having conversations about this in the past episodes and if you just joined us please do catch up with them um you'll find lots of lots of insight there yes and uh today we would like to now introduce you to our brother a great friend and the guest of today's season finale all the way from the normal flow that we normally have we're just <laughs> we're just changing course in what we are doing i know and i hope i hope you love it so um he serves with all saints cathedral in kampala uganda and has been involved in ministry for a number of years he is deeply passionate about the word guys you know when you there are those people in your contact list and in your life that you know for a fact you know that they will not change it's, it, it's black or white and you know the stand that they have well this is the kind of person he is and on a very um should i say more personal note for me as a brother he was there for me when i was about to get married or should i say in the actual like journey he took me my entourage to for my kuhinjira because my parents had traveled a few days earlier and he brought me back because we also had to leave my parents to you know finalize a few things while we had to get back and settle in and prepare for the wedding so can you believe i will not be here without him that's very true yeah so i even want to just thank him personally <laughs> so join us welcome our friend and brother the one and only mr moses Woo! <laughs> thank you thank you so moses how are you I'm doing well, and uh, how are you guys doing? Uh, we are very, very well. Um, uh, I'm going to let my wife ask the first question, since uh, you people have been very close, actually close, before <laughs> I joined uh, her life and became a permanent mixture. I'm really so delighted to have Moses with us here, and maybe he can just tell us, you know, our listeners are uh, probably wondering now, oh, it's Moses. You know, what, what do you want our listeners to know about you as, as we start this conversation? Um, thank you so much, uh, Rachel. I feel so cool when I call you Mrs. Mugenye. <laughs> thank you so much. Um, well, to our dear listeners, it's uh, a joy uh, being part of this platform and uh, I also thank the Lord for the opportunity uh, to be part of this tonight. And uh, to our dear listeners, um, one thing that I like uh, talking about, passionate about uh, my journey and my walk with Christ. 
it's been happening in stages. Uh, it's exciting. Um, it is really one thing. It's the one thing that I love talking about most. Uh, it's the one thing that is shaping a lot of things in my life. And, uh, I keep praying that many people out there get to make the decision that I made. That they can enjoy the journey. Uh, it's, it's really a journey that helps you to appreciate uh, who you are, who Christ is. to take you on is a path on on relationships and so I would like to ask you a bit of an uncomfortable question and maybe I know that uh, I've had this story before and the time that we have today may not allow for us to be able to enter all the great detail but the question I'd like to ask you is this have you ever been in relationships where you are not valued or you feel like uh, you were taken for granted and how was that like for you Oh yeah, thank you, Timothy. Yes, I really must say I have been there. And, uh, guys, it's painful. It's painful. It. Uh, one thing I can say about that experience when I went through it for a whole year, uh, it's so draining. It sucks your energy completely. You invest a lot in it and you don't receive back yeah and for me for the whole year that's the experience i was going it's uh it so sad sucked my energy sucked my emotions um brought a lot of pain um yeah i really can say that was the experience it was not really good but I, I don't know why I really kept myself there. Well, on the other hand, I think like the flesh in me kept telling me that's the girl. Yeah. So even when the pains came, guys, I didn't give up. I hung in there. <laughs> I kept convincing myself this is the girl. And, and so I just chose to walk again. And, so- uh, Sorry to cut you, but um, for someone who's going through exactly what you're just describing and they're being drained and they're being taken for granted and probably they're also saying, this is the girl or this is the guy and he's the one and she's the one, um, what, would you, what, did you, what would you like to say to that person? And for you, what was your turning point? What snapped for you to realize that, oh, this is not it? And, you know, to step away from that relationship um, just for someone who's going through that that's probably listening in. Yeah, and also not to waste your heart or time as, as you realize that. Um, how do I get to that? Uh, one year is quite a period of time uh, when you are daily investing a lot in a relationship that seems not to be bringing back. My turning point was, um, like I mentioned, when you asked me at the beginning, one thing that excites me, one thing that uh, keeps me going, one thing that motivates me, 
my personal relationship with Christ. I really must say that even when I pursued this, at the back of my mind, I didn't forget uh, that I had to seek the Lord. Um, Galatians 5.16 uh, clearly puts it. Uh, it's one of the verses that guides me. Um, so I say live by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the sinful nature. For the sinful nature desires what is contrary to the Spirit. I shared with you a testimony that I gave my life to Christ and uh, I have allowed him to be Lord. But that does not guarantee that the flesh will not come. I, at some point, I was fully convinced that this was the God. And uh, on another note, I couldn't really, really tell that I was being driven by the flesh. Kept going. And I kept pursuing. It was deep in my heart I had that conviction. Once in a while, I would remember to pray. And as you know, the love of the Lord never ceases. Uh, he's our Father. That at some point He puts me in a place and in a moment of quietness and silence. And it is in that moment that I had to ask myself a number of questions. Guys, have you ever been alone and you're asking yourself questions? <laughs> and you have, to, you have to find the answers to those questions. So it's in that moment of quietness and solitude, asking Moses questions, and at the same time finding the answers to the question. I, I couldn't find the answers to some of the questions. And I think that is when now my eyes begin to open. What were some of the when questions you asked yourself around that time in self-reflection? Because you had been in a relationship or you thought you were in a relationship and uh, your heart was being taken for granted, for lack of a better word. What were some of those questions that crossed your mind that you kept on thinking about? Um, one of the questions that came clearly was uh, was this the will of God or it was my own will? Uh, many times, even in our prayers daily, we are fond of praying, may your will be done yeah. on earth as it is done in heaven. Uh, guys, I want to assure you Sometimes we just verbally say those words, but we don't allow the will of the Lord to be done in our lives. So one of the questions that kept coming to me, was this the will of God or it was my own will? If it was the will of God, would I be receiving the response that I keep getting from this girl? And uh, that was one of the questions. And then the second question was, how deep or how much have I trusted the Lord to guide and direct me in this journey? Here I am buying gifts every now and then, making phone calls every now and then, 
sending WhatsApp messages every now and then. One of the ex- yes, exactly. One of the experiences I can share with you is uh, you send WhatsApp messages for three days and you don't get any reply. And on an opportunity day, when you get an opportunity to talk to this younger lady, you simply begin from there. As in, you don't even receive an apology as to why she never replied your WhatsApp message. Can you imagine that? That's painful. Right. And you're ready and you're ready and willing to continue, even when someone has not given you an apology over the messages that she never replied you sent three days ago. I those were really sensitive. Yeah. They really, really brought a lot of attention. Yeah. So have I really sought of the Lord? at each of these steps. So, so that was another question. And then two, I just discovered by myself that for a whole year, I am pursuing this lady and I have no clue of who are the people in this girl's life. Wow. Who are her friends? Who are the people that I can really consult and, and share a little bit of my faith with? That I can even ask a question of about her life and her network. There wasn't any. It was me and myself. In the boat, yes. Uh, assuring this each and every day. It was simply me and myself. And so those are some of the questions that really I couldn't find answers. Uh, one of the things that I appreciated now where I am is the fact that when we come across friends, it's so, so, so important to as well pray that God will bring a few other people that have at least a little knowledge about who this person True. When we are pursuing relationships, it's really, really important that we get to know who are the people that this person works with. Who, who are the people that I can pray and trust God to approach and ask them a question. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, there must be that someone that you will approach, either to share with or ask a few questions or one question. And uh, they also help you know where this person is coming from. But if you're pursuing someone and you have not even any clue where this person comes from, who are her friends, uh, who are the people that she's looking up to in as far as her spiritual growth is concerned. I mean, if you don't have questions to that, then it becomes tricky. And, and that was part of my experience during that one year. Yes. I kind of, so, I would like to appreciate what you've actually just said because in everything you have said, you have even given some of the red flags that many people need to look out for and uh, sometimes do ignore that cause them to actually end up breaking their hearts or uh, being in relationships which do not build them. 
uh, the lack of communication, the lack of uh, transparency of uh, the relationship with friends or even family members, uh, even just just the blatant uh, lack of care to respond to basic things is something that is very great. However, I think, uh, I think maybe you have a question. <laughs> so if we have, we have people that are probably dealing with uh, relationships and are in wrong toxic relationships, and you've, you've shared with us how they can see some of those red flags and see some of those things that they can look out for to know that this should probably be a sign. But now we have some individuals that are, are still in those relationships because probably they're asking themselves, will I find someone who will find me worthy? And, and they have regrets from those relationships or mistakes they have done for those that are, are trying to leave or have left and they still look back and they have regrets. Um, how would someone deal with that? Um after going through that um, energy sucking relationship that I pursued for a year and uh, at one time putting myself in a position uh, in a place of quietness and asking myself questions uh, to which I couldn't find answers then of course others I found answers one of the things that uh, I personally did was uh, take a step and uh, the step was uh, to go into a period of prayer mm. I, I would believe that's that's the beginning point uh, mostly it's in that moment of prayer uh, because you go before God with basically an open heart and, and of course that puts to the fact that you want as well to listen from him uh, most times when we go before God in prayer we want to present to him our request but, but, but the, the, the mistake we do is we don't take time to listen as I go before him and all I can do is speak and speak and speak and speak and speak and at the end of it all I'm out but there is also a necessity that you go to God with an open heart, you go to God with an open ear, you really have to be attentive to listen. Because the truth is, guys, God speaks. Because many people say God speaks, I have never heard him speak. Maybe we look forward to an audible voice. But when you're expectant and ready to listen, God speaks in different ways. Yeah, he speaks through people. He speaks, uh, yes, even audible voices come up. He speaks through scriptures. So for me, my experience was I went before God in prayer and I was ready to listen. He spoke through people. He spoke to me through scriptures thank God for my devotion life. I mean, you read the scripture and it clearly brings an answer. And then he speaks through circumstances. I'll give you an example. One afternoon, it was a Saturday. This is one of the ways God answered me. I made an appointment with this friend of mine. You know, she enjoyed my pursuit and she enjoyed my phone calls. 
she, she she had the decision to make when to pick me and not when to pick me. So one Saturday afternoon, I made an appointment and requested, could we kindly meet? Which she said, yes. So she said, Saturdays I work, I leave work at three. I said, oh yes, that's fine. I'll come to the venue of our meeting at two. I have no problem waiting. And so when I reached the venue, I call and inform her I have arrived. And she says, oh yes, thank you for coming. I will find you there. She took the responsibility and updated me. Oh yes, Moses, now I'm winding up work. Oh yes, Moses, now I have left office. Uh, a friend of mine has given me a leave. And uh, from two o'clock, it reaches four, it reaches five. And then she says, Moses, could I kindly pass by home? I want to do something there briefly and I come. Guys, remember it was from two o'clock. This is five o'clock. The person is saying she has to go by her home. What? At six o'clock, at six o'clock, I receive a phone call and she says, Moses, I am so, so sorry. I've gone through home, but it looks like I will not make it. I got held up at home. Meanwhile, you're waiting. I waited from two o'clock. This is six o'clock. Okay, Gosh. and the person is saying, I'm sorry, I'm unable to come. Guys, that's the highest level of being insensitive that's true. and inconsiderate. That's true. You've ever heard of someone who is inconsiderate and insensitive? And that's when I really tested it. So for me, that is one of the circumstances. Like I said, when we pray, we must be willing to listen. And God speaks to us through scriptures, through circumstances. So for me, this was evidently clear. And God is saying, look, I'm exposing to you the person you are pursuing. Mm -hmm. And going back to my question, one of the things we are required to is honestly go before God in prayer not focusing on your desires, not focusing on your personal will, but allow God to be central in this and be willing to take or accept whatever his response will be. Yeah, yeah, which can be painful. <laughs> of course, of course, of yeah. course. I think that number two. Okay. Number two. I did what we would call a complete surrender. You, you allow God to be central. You allow God to take lead in this. It's, it's another way of saying, God, I, I think for all this time, I have been doing it on my own. Now I want you to come. So you put to death your feelings, you put to death your desires, you put to death your passions as far as that relationship is concerned. True. Yeah. You put, you put, you literally put to death every interest you have in this relationship. Mm. And, and for me, those are some of the things I did. And God came through for me. He opened my eyes to see. Guys, I, I, I just woke up one morning. You can imagine for a whole year I have pursued this. 
and then I wake up one morning and I am smartly walking out of it. Yeah. Without an argument, without anything. Because I had come to a place of complete, complete surrender, but also being convinced fully that this was not meant. I get you. I was, I was simply uh, chasing my own, you know, chasing my own, 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 you know, interests. Desire. I was Desire. simply listening to my flesh. Mm. I was simply on that journey. And, and so, in brief, that is part of what. And then, the other thing, guys, uh, one of the mistakes that I have come across is, Sometimes we go into relationships and we want to pursue them without knowledge of any person in your life. It's so, so important to involve one or two people in scenarios of that kind. Because sometimes when you consult them and you share with them the pains that you are going through, like I said, God speaks through different ways. He speaks through people. So if you have a friend or two that know about what you are going through, they will divide. So for me, that's the other thing. I had a friend or two, an old gentleman, whom I would share. I would open up and share these struggles. I would open up and share my pain. It is always good to have someone you can run to and open up and be vulnerable to that person. Very God true. brings those people. God brings those people into our lives. If we genuinely pray, people we can go to are so, so key. They are devices. They guide us. But the challenge comes in if you are pursuing this single-handedly and no one knows what you are going through. So, so that's the other thing. I had a friend who happens to be a gentleman that knew about this. Okay. Yes. Wow. Rachel, I don't know whether I have responded to the question. Yes. You know, I forgot to mention um, as we started, you know, to the listeners that, that Moses, that he's a storyteller. Like, I don't even think we can exhaustively, you know, have him just on one episode and he shares from his wealth of experience and his wisdom and all these insights that he's giving and we're able to finish it no no yeah. no not the moses i know <laughs> and even his moses is real giving us a summarized version this is yes <laughs> no story or drama because we have had moses history personally and uh uh, it's one that is very great and personally we would like to just really thank you Moses for taking off the time to be with us because uh, our time is fast spent but I think it is well spent maybe we'll have and, him back uh, I think we'll have him back <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Moses we would love to have you back uh, in the near future uh, just to continue this discussion or even on another topic altogether uh, but we would like to just say thank you so much as Joyful Home for being a part of this and we greatly greatly do appreciate Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. And, so uh, as, mm-hmm. Yes, I, I, I definitely look forward to another opportunity. All right. And thank Great. you. Thank you guys for really considering to invite me. I, I keep that. That's very great and we are glad to hear that. Don't forget to give us your comments, your thoughts, share your feedback, any questions you have 
on our social media platforms. This has been the Vulnerable Series. Love and joy with the Mugenies. <laughs>